So, Joe, you're officially an influencer. Heck yeah. I'm trying your non-alcoholic <gasps> Lagunitas. Ooh. It's pretty good. I like it. It's pretty good. It tastes, it tastes like a better lime seltzer, right? Yeah. Like a, like a more, more full lime seltzer. Sometimes I feel like when they do lime seltzers, it's just like, I mean, seltzer water sometimes just tastes bad. It has a bad aftertaste. This right. has all the goodness of seltzer water without the bad aftertaste. And I like that. Yeah. Well, good. It's a, and it's a little hoppy, mm-hmm. just like a, a smidge. Just a um, touch. It's very good. I'm a big fan. I'm glad that you're trying it. I um, it... I sent that Snapchat that they were out of them yesterday. Uh, it turns out they yeah. weren't. They weren't in the cooler. I just had to turn around. There was a massive display of them behind me. So <laughs> I found them. Does it make you burpy? This I've only had like the first few drinks of this, so I don't know yet. Oh, okay. If, well, if I... I'm burping by the end of the episode, you'll know it's a definite yes. I slug it down. Like I finished that thing in like four drinks, just like pound it i'm a sipper joe i'm a sipper oh see i'm drinking non-alcoholic beer like we're back in college see you my wife and derosia who's also my wife uh (laughs) all like man we'll be sitting down and derosia will have like if we go to a restaurant derosia orders a coke or whatever um it'd be a diet coke he'll have two of them done by the time i have one done yeah. It just chugs I, uh, through it. I can't believe it. I love drinking anything. I just had a LaCroix with my dinner. Uh, and LaCroix makes me very burpy. I'm a LaCroix boy. Yeah. Uh, but I ate it with some Chinese food because I wanted to feel something. I wanted a little tingle in my mouth I tell because you it what. wasn't spicy enough. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your Chinese food wasn't spicy? What'd you get, like triple Szechuan? <laughs> I got a... What did I get? Garlic and ginger chicken. And I told them, full spicy. Make this full spicy. But this Chinese food place by my house, or back in my hometown, they just don't. There's no spice in that restaurant. They don't know what spice is, Joe. They don't. And uh, so I need to add my own. So sriracha and LaCroix is how I do it. Man, what a food life you live. Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe! Joe, I'm good. I'm good. I'm liking yeah. these Sunday nights, I think. It's great. It's so much better than Mondays. Oh we, were, we were doing it wrong. I th- See, I feel like we did Mondays because we were like, oh, Tuesday, like is a lot to record and then have you edit and also schedule and like do all that stuff. Right. Like that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, so we're like, Oh, let's push it back to Mondays. Not realizing that like Mondays are awful and just terrible all terrible. around. So like, why would we Shouldn't record on day. Mondays? Yeah. It's but awful. The one problem I have with recording on Sundays, and this goes into like how my weekend was, um, is there's football on right now. There was football on last week. <laughs> I, have small interests in these games like i matthew stafford's playing right now and i would like to see him win the problem is people listening to this episode on wednesday are going to know exactly how this game ends and it could just be a full-on heartbreak for me 
It could be. So you'll never. You have to look back and cry or celebrate. Or maybe we don't celebrate. know yet. Who knows? The future is unwritten, like the great Natasha Cunningham right. said. <laughs> Modern poet. Modern Natasha poet Benningfield. Natasha Benningfield. <laughs> uh, so how was your weekend? It was good. It was very good, actually. Uh, Katie and I were just talking. This is probably the first weekend where we didn't really do anything. Uh, and it was very nice okay. and relaxing. Like, I guess the most we did yesterday on Saturday was just go to the grocery store. And, and that was oh, it. All right. uh, and then today... We went out and got coffee, and then I went to Trader Joe's and got a couple more things, and then that was it. That was all we did today. Nice. Yeah. Um, Katie's going back in-person learning tomorrow, or in-person teaching, oh, I should gotcha. say, tomorrow after she's been home for a whole month, two months now, actually, if you include oh, wow. like, the break and stuff, the Christmas break. Right. Um, so she wanted just to like have a relaxing weekend and like get prepped to have to wake up and go back to her job on a regular right. basis. Nice. So, and then uh, today uh, was a little bit of a sad day in our household because, uh, as I mentioned, football. Football. We are fans of the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. I'm a Lions fan through and through. Katie did not really watch professional football growing up. She watched college. Her dad watched watched a lot of college football, but she didn't really watch professional football growing up. So, right. When Katie and I first started dating, she didn't really watch professional football at all. And then when we, in 2017, we moved to Kansas City. Um, right. Uh, and we... The good one. The good one. And we were like, okay. Uh, Katie wanted just to kind of, like, embrace it, right? Jump right in. Right. Um, and everybody there loves sports, obviously. I mean, that's, like, a big part of the city. So she, like, jumped right in, bought some Royals gear, and bought some Chief stuff, and started following, like, the Kansas City teams. Well, it just so happens... <laughs> That ever since we've lived there, the Chiefs have been good. Just yeah. in general. The Chiefs have been good ever since we lived there. So uh, Katie's been like the only football fandom she's ever really known is a very good Kansas City Chiefs team. So yeah. on that train, the Kansas City Chiefs lost today. Uh, Damn. And it, uh, it's and tough. Who they lose to? The Bengals. So weird. Lost it's like, to a team from Ohio. Who would have thought? The Cincinnati Bengals. It's like I've never heard their names be brought up ever in my life. Them and the Browns. They right? were like, irrelevant. They were irrelevant. And yeah. here is where the lesson I'm taking from the weekend is: three years ago, the Bengals were the worst team in the league, and they took um, Joe Burrow, who's their current quarterback, number one overall. The Lions are the second worst team. In the league this year. So in three years, who knows? There's time. It's it's there. People do it. Who knows? Yeah. So so, so the Bengals will be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and then the winner of this uh Rams 49ers game, whoever wins. Damn, that's like the most random Super Bowl mm-hmm. I could ever like Cincinnati and then either the LA Rams or the who'd you say the 49ers? The San Francisco 49ers, yeah. Yeah. Random. Wow. Random. Um, well, I'm sorry about your Chiefs. Yeah, it hurts a little bit. It hurts a little <laughs> bit. Uh, but you know what? There's always next year. And the good news is, is I don't. My heart is I like the Chiefs. I like watching the Chiefs. I will root for the Chiefs over any other team besides the Lions. But, right. But my heart, there's one place. 
in yeah. one place for my heart. Always, it's so always. I feel, I feel worse for Katie. Her Detroit. her heart is is in Kansas City, so <laughs> she's having a hard time. Uh, so how about you yeah. guys? How was your weekend? It was good. It's fast. These days are moving fast, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yesterday we got up and we just kind of did not. We did nothing all weekend. You know, we cleaned here and there, um, but for the most part, it was a it was a whole lot of nothing. Um, I go back to work tomorrow for the first time in like. 15 days or something Oof. like that yeah are you going into the um, office kicking no, off no 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 yeah. no work from home for a couple months and then go in uh, a couple days a week but uh yeah so we did we really didn't do much we sat at home we i made ribs on friday night Ooh. um yeah so we had ribs friday night how'd you make them i just do them in the oven okay i was gonna say yeah. you don't have a grill how are you what are you doing do them in the oven. They're they're still delightful. Fair. Um, and then Saturday we hung out. Uh, that's kind of it. That's all we've been doing is just like sitting, watching TV, keeping the kids occupied, running around, picking up, doing dishes. I like, tell you what, just not stop moving. It might just take another parent to identify with that. Like you're like, oh, we didn't do anything this weekend, and. Before I was a parent, you'd be like, yeah, it was really nice. I didn't do anything this weekend. Like, it was really, like, relaxing. My son today has decided he wanted to turn his volume up to 11 and then also climb on everything. And I don't just oh, mean, yeah. like, oh, climb, like, uh, no, like, every chair he saw, he had to climb up and stand on. Every chair, <laughs> every couch, he tried to climb the counter so he goes up next to the dishwasher, grabs onto the counter, uses the little like spaces in the dishwasher to try and, and yeah. like use it as a ladder to climb up on the counter. Oh wow. Um his new thing is this weekend he discovered how to go under the bed, under our Katie and I's bed. Oh really? So all you'll just hear like uh laughing and giggling and you'll go and he's just <laughs> under the bed laughing. Just having a grand old time. That's funny. And That's it, cute. it's just absolutely insane yeah so it's it's just been a uh, pretty mellow um and then what did we what else did we do yesterday we got chinese food for dinner because i was nice. like i don't want to cook i need to get out of the house so i cora had kind of a meltdown yesterday in the bathtub when it was time to get out which she does she has a meltdown either getting into the tub or getting out <laughs> of the tub maybe it's both maybe it's both um, Who knows? And I was like, I just need to leave the house for a few minutes. So I ran and got Chinese food and then I stopped at the Tecumseh Brewery and picked up a couple beers. And last night, Cora didn't nap. So she was out at like 8.20 p.m. And it was amazing. Wow. Uh, Her and Ben almost had the same bedtime yesterday. It's crazy. Cora just woke up from a nap a few minutes ago. I heard her. Oh, my Uh, God. Yeah. So, uh. So it was like 8.30. By 8.30, she was asleep. And Kayla and uh, Grayson were in... Everybody... We've been all sleeping in our room. We just said all bets are just off. Just everybody. Everybody's in the same room. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um, Kayla and Grayson were in the bedroom with Cora by like 9.30-ish. And I just sat in the living room and just watched somebody play the new Pokemon game. Wow. And drank beer. And then I made French toast and finished uh, Don't Look Up. And 
you made French toast last night? Oh, I didn't make French toast. I had leftover French toast from um, okay. breakfast a few mornings ago. I was going to say, that's a and, lot of uh, work when you're like yeah. taking your alone time. Yeah, so it was really great. And then at like 11.30-ish, Kayla texted me. I was like, hey, Grace, I'm starting to stir and I got a pump. Can you come, you know, mm-hmm. grab and help me? I was like, I was like, come up to the living room. I'm watching Hunt for the Wilder People. Uh, uh, of course you were. <laughs> and we hung out in the living room till like, I don't know, midnight, 12.15, just like Kayla and I shooting the shit, which is like something we don't really do anymore. So how long did Cora sleep if she fell asleep at 8? She woke up at 5 a.m. because Grayson woke up at 4.30. I took him out of the bedroom to mm-hmm. feed him and get him changed. Cora woke up at 5 and noticed me leaving the room or I had come back into the room and was trying to leave again because he wasn't going down. And she woke up and was starting to like cry and trying to get me back in the bed. And Kayla was like, all right. I, I fought Grayson for like 45 minutes. And I was like, I can't get this kid to go back to bed. Mm-hmm. I was like, Kayla, can you take over? And then I was like, Cora, let's go to the couch. And Kayla and Grayson just came to the couch too. And we all just went out to the living room. And Cora and I fell asleep. Kayla and Grayson fell asleep. And we slept out in the living room for like three more hours. You're reminding me of the amount of pure chaos it is having newborn. So every year Katie makes like a year in review picture book. So she has this website that takes pictures from your phone and you can pick and choose which ones for the last year. And Ben has recently decided like those, those are what he wants to like look through. And we went to the one, uh, it where like 2020 where he was born and there's just pictures of like me sleeping and Ben sleeping in his chair right next to me. Like I'm just sleeping anywhere. Like there's a picture yeah. of like he's sleeping on my chest. I'm sitting straight up in my own bed sleeping. Like <laughs> it's just pure chaos anywhere you can find sleep. And I think I, I've been babied by a semi schedule for too long, right? Like Ben has a bedtime now and he goes to bed at that yeah. bedtime. And although he wakes up frequently and things like that, but at least he goes to bed at a certain time, man, just the chaos of having a newborn. I, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll kind of talk about this in a little bit here too. Cause you know, today's topic is going to be kind of a segue from last week's topic, mm-hmm. which was, you know, Grayson's here. And then today we'll talk about differences. <clears throat> um, but man, is it Kayla is an amazing human being and mom and wife and just all around spectacular person. Cause she is on top of shit. Like she's on top of dishes and laundry and cleaning and kids and all that. She is way better at being, and we've said this before, Mm -hmm. our wives are better at being moms than we are at dad. Oh, 100%. Um, Yeah. So, so Kayla's been on top of it, which I'm thankful for that, but it's just been crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy with a two-year-old. Well, now you're going to go back to work and it's going to be even crazier. Yeah. It's going to be wild. What a weekend. What a weekend. Now we're here. I, toddlers man i tell you what i don't i don't know like every stage gets a little bit harder right and sometimes it gets a little bit easier right like newborn to like like when they hit like a month and a half two months old you're like okay all right right yeah until maybe about like six months and then it starts to get a little out of hand depending on like sleep progressions and stuff like that 
Right. Um, but each stage gets a little bit harder. But man, this new one, I, I don't understand. So Ben's getting his two canine teeth right now, right? Yeah. Um, both of them at the same time, which is crazy. So he's been hurting and definitely acting like he's hurting. But now when he like, he's not quite talking yet, but when he wants something, he just yells, just ah, all around the house at top volume the whole time, the whole really? time. And I'm just like, this is, this is insane. This is insane. He's just walking around screaming. Oof. It's just, it, it, that's so funny. And it's funny that like, does he put words to things yet? Or like, do you guys have a communication between yes. the three of you? They're yeah. not words, but like, he loves trucks. He's a boy. And yeah. he'll hear a truck outside and go, uh, uh, uh. And we're like, yes, the truck just drove by. Yes, we, we all heard it. Thank you. <laughs> um, and he's really good at like, so we bought, I think I, I said this last week, but we bought him a, uh, a garbage truck, right? From midnight from Bluey. yeah. And I'll go, Ben, where's your rubbish truck? And he'll walk right over and go pick it up. So he's not quite talking yeah. yet, but boy, that kid knows where everything and anything is and like communicates very well, even though he's not talking. I I love it. I can't wait for him to start to like start to pull words out and like the funny shit that kids say. Like Cora just boggles my mind every day with how freaking smart she is mm-hmm. and like what she says. The last few weeks, her thing is she says, check it out. <laughs> so if she does something one. like fun, she does something fun, she goes, Oh, check it out, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's my favorite thing she does right now. I'll like jump off of my like one of my steps, mm-hmm. the step into my living room, and she was like at the dining room table, and she saw it. She goes, "Oh, check it out, Daddy!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's yeah. really great. Yeah, they're they're pretty fun, but uh, but yeah. Oh, and then this weekend, I uh, I don't want to brag, but um, I became the new pokemon champion of the Sinnoh wow region yeah so I'm whatever so, no big deal joe i'm proud of you for finishing a video game first and Thank foremost you. it's pokemon it is pokemon and i'll tell you what that's yeah. a pretty big game like i it's it's i haven't uh i haven't finished it for that reason like it's a pretty big game so i'm proud of you for beating it yeah uh, finally finally beat a video game yeah even though it was pokemon yeah, now I'm into the post-game stuff. But uh, I set out what I wanted to do, which was beat the Elite Four and the champion, and I did that with a stellar team. Uh, now, great. is this going to end with your parental leave? Like, now that you're back, you're just done playing video games again? Or are you going don't, to... I don't know. I guess we'll see. You know, the Switch... Griffin McElroy talked about this on Besties mm-hmm. uh, this week. The Switch is the most amazing uh video game console for new parents yes it's such a great hand like if you need to be up rocking the kid to sleep you just throw it in your hand like it's it's so great um it's really hard it's really hard to explain to people so we'll take a little nerd tangent so we're already kind of on nerd tangent yeah um it's hard to explain to people there's this big battle of like people who buy computers and play video games on computers versus the ones who play consoles on tv yeah um and this would have no bearing on the normal person so this might not resonate with a lot of people but uh 
there's some pretty like douchey people that are like, oh, you have to buy computers or else you're not a real video right. game. Like, um, and I once I bought my computer, I was like, oh yeah, I never need to go back to console. Like this is amazing. I understand why a lot of people love it. And then I had a kid, and I was like, yeah. oh, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Like you want to be upstairs, you want to be around, but there's enough downtime that like you could play a quick game of Fortnite. You could play you know, a little bit of Pokemon and put it down and move up. Like there's, but you don't like to go start up the computer, log in all that stuff. When you could just toss on your console real quick, play a quick game while you got some downtime and move on. Like I get it. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's very nice. So I don't know. I, I think I'm going to keep playing it. Cause I really loved hollow Knight, mm-hmm. and I took a break from that. Just so I, I was like, I'm just going to knock out Pokemon. Then I'll go back to hollow Knight. So I, oh, I do want to so get back good. to hollow Knight. Yeah, you never beat Zelda either, right? No, God, no. I, I did not make it far into Zelda, and I was like, Kevin, you gotta take this game back. Oh, like, actually, I think I, no I have it on the bookshelf that you can see right now that nobody else can see. I have yeah, it, uh, from Kevin. Yeah, that's a phenomenal so, game. Hollow Hollow Knight's next. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I, I really love that game. I love the aesthetic of it. I love the music. I haven't played a Metroidvania in a long time. Good and. Uh, pretty great it's got you're gonna love it trust me you're absolutely gonna love it um good before we move on to the main topic yeah i gotta ask a little little tool time question just one okay have you started to think about your yard yet oh not yet yeah. uh it's not even on my radar actually today i did look outside and i was like god damn it i'm gonna have to pick up all this dog poop eventually it is february on tuesday yeah and that's why I started thinking, I was like, Katie brought it up too. She's like, oh man, we got like projects doing the yard. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't started thinking about it, but you're right. Yeah. So the biggest thing that we have to do in our yard, first off, we also have just a metric amount of, of dog poop just everywhere in the yard that has to get cleaned yeah. up and that's going to suck. Um, yeah. And two, I have a sump pump. I think we've talked about it a bunch of times. I had yes. to bury a corrugated pipe so it drains out of my... Um, out onto the driveway well with the winter time obviously the groundwater's not flowing very fast like the ground's pretty cold and frozen right but the water that comes out of the sump pump still like above freezing is pretty warm right yeah um so we have like a small lake just kind of beyond so our it goes our house and then a garden bed like a a three foot garden bed and then just beyond that is like a lake uh really yeah so and you can see like the birds will come down and take baths in it and stuff like that (laughs) and you just know i like in my heart i know as soon as the snow melts like there's just gonna be a giant crater of mud in the middle of my yard yeah and like that's gonna suck so i'm probably gonna i won't get dirt delivered again i don't think i'll ever do that again but i will have to go to um uh, there's a little park up the road from our house and they have like dirt and mulch and stuff you're gonna steal it from a park no, they give it away for free. Our city gives it away for free. They just keep it at the park. Also, the ducks at the pond or the ducks at the park are free too. You can take those, just have those. Well, good thing you got a lake. They'll love That's it. true. That's true. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're supposed to get snow this week, Jared. Katie might like her first week back to school, she might get a snow day. Yeah. We're supposed to get a last well, it was like twenty inches. Now it's down to like nine. Mm. But it's coming. I'm okay with it. 
I don't mind snow. Snow's not my issue. And the problem is, over the last two to three weeks, it has not gotten above, like, 20 degrees. Like, it's been right. between 15 and 25 at the most. And it's been cold. Like, very it's cold. cold. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's a... That's a tough one for me. I'd rather it be snowy and like 30 degrees than free, like zero degrees and no snow. Cause that's what it is. Right. Yeah. So we'll see lawn stuff. Eh, maybe March, end of March, April. That's uh, we got to talk about. Cause so I'm not doing Sunday this year. I, it me didn't neither. work for me this year or this past year. So I got to like look into weed and feed. I think I have to reseed a lot of my yard. It's probably going to be really like, really thin so i'll just go like reseed it and get it nice and you know thick, yeah. luscious you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah yeah you know i'm gonna do chemical warfare on my backyard as much as i don't want to like kind of need it right it it knocked out all the dandelions i had in my front side yard last year like my backyard is all weeds so part of me you know I'm like, maybe I should just leave it all. I'll just plant clover all over the place. You know what? Bees love clover. I, we have like this ground uh, covering weed that we've been fighting and fighting, right? And I looked online yeah. at like how to fight this. And we also have like a big batch of clover on the side of the yard. And I was like, how to fight clover. And the first result was like, a lot of people just plant clover in their whole yard. Like, great. That's not what I came here for. I did not want this. I want to know how to naturally fight clover so I don't have to poison my yard. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a struggle. It really is. Do you chemical, like, just kill it all or do you just give in? I think my biggest struggle is with, uh, well, obviously Ben running around back there and he plays in the backyard yeah. a lot. And Rocky, like, we, last year was Lou. This year it's going to be Rocky. Like, our dogs are always back there tearing it up, all this stuff, right. eating grass, you know, and, and I just like, I struggle to be like, yeah, I'll do chemical on it. And then, you know, say good luck dog. Right. So, yeah, totally. I don't know. I don't like this dog all that much. Maybe it'll be different for legal reasons. That's a joke. That's a joke. Ugh, this I would dog. never do anything to damage my dog. Katie's going to kill you. Well, only if I'm lucky yeah all right joe <laughs> i want to hear your well we're gonna do this a lot i mean this just plain and simple i want to hear a lot about the differences between having one kid and two kid because one day i would like to have a second kid and i want to know what i'm yeah. getting into so let's just start where we start and i want to hear now that you know how was it different bringing grayson home this time compared to last time over these first and if you're a non-parent listening, I would say the first two weeks of having a newborn home um, are some of the craziest times of your entire life. Um, yeah. Especially your first one, because the when you bring your first newborn home, it is your whole world is different. And, and I can't right. explain it other than that. Like, literally, everything about your world is different. Your entire life revolves around this small potato sack that can't sustain itself for more than 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, and, and so the first two weeks is just a ton of just getting used to each other, you know, getting used to your kid, getting used to your, you know, your partner as a parent, getting the, your kids getting used to you, like all this stuff. So I'm very, very curious going through that experience over the last two weeks, how, how it's been different. Yeah. 
Uh, it's been very different. Uh, I mean, the first thing I can think of kind of right off the bat is, you know, Core was born in November of 2019. Uh, you know, we were pretty cautious with people mm-hmm. right off the bat, just because newborn, first time parents, you don't quite know what to expect. Um, but with that being said, we still had visitors come over, you know, and hang out for, you know, hours or whatever it might be. COVID is not going away. Like, mm-hmm. it's still here. And so that's kind of where things have changed. Just like uh, Kayla's parents and my mom are the only ones that I've seen uh, Grayson. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, Jordan came by real quick to drop off some food. Saw him for a second. And my friend Andrea dropped off some food and saw him for a little bit. And that's it. Like, it was just like they're quick in and outs. And then that's it. So it's like, you know, they, he really has kind of been sheltered these first few weeks and probably will continue to do so until i don't know whenever we I mean, feel comfortable yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah um, it's, a, it's a real uh and, and from from one covid parent to another covid parent like the same for us right like we were super in yeah and there wasn't even vaccines or anything really to look at when when ben was born either so it's it it's hard. It is really tough. Like, and there mm-hmm. is no moment when you're like, Oh, I'm okay with people seeing my child now. Right. It just kind of happens. You're just kind of like, okay, this person's okay. That person's okay. Yeah. Maybe we can go to this person's house. And then it, and right. then you're just like starting to get more and more comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, the other things that seem to be different, you know, with Cora, I think we are very much more on top of like floor cleaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, like vacuuming, wiping down stuff. Um, not to say that we aren't now, but it's like Cora plays with toys. So like there's just always toys yeah. all over the floor. Like um uh, I think a part of that so, too, not uh, and I'm interjecting a couple times here, but Yeah, no, uh, keep going. I would imagine so the hardest part when you had when we had Ben was you didn't know what they were going to do, right? You've no idea. Yeah. And you want to make sure you l- limit as much risk as possible. Mm-hmm. Second time around, you kind of know what they're gonna do. They're not like super surprising the second time. I would imagine, yeah. right? Like, so there's that part of it. Is like you know what's safe and what's dangerous, and you're you have a better judge of that. Yeah, and that's that's part of it. That's part of it. Like the first child is your test child, and then mm-hmm. any after that are progressively, you know, a little bit different. Um, so with Grayson, we. You know, I mean, we aren't going out as much again because of COVID, but um, I think we would. With, you know, Cora, we kind of kept her, again, pretty close mm-hmm. to our chest. You know, if things were in a normal situation, I think we, after a couple of weeks, we'd have been like, yeah, we can go, you know, visit a couple people here and there, and we're totally comfortable with it. Um, uh, the other major differences really just come from him being a completely different kid than Cora was. Um, Cora, thankfully, has taken to Grayson really well Good. the last few weeks. Um, she wakes up. She looks for Grayson. She gets really excited when she sees Grayson. Like, if he's asleep, she, like, dims and, like, shakes her fist and just goes, oh, baby Grayson. <laughs> like, just makes this cute voice and, like, you know, kisses him and, and rubs his head and stuff. Uh, but... The other things are kind of we are going through diapers so fast because he does not stop eating. He yeah. just drinks bottles and then he'll drink three ounces and then like an hour later start to get fussy because he wants like a little, 
you know, top off. And then a couple hours, you know, an hour after that, he wants another full three ounces. So he's like eating every two hours and peeing all the time and pooping all the time. You know, it's funny, Joe. I don't know if this is a boy versus girl thing, but that was Ben. Ben always had to be eating like once an hour. Really? So I don't I don't know if we've ever fully talked about how much Katie was feeding, breastfeeding and pumping. Yeah. uh, For six months or so. And had somewhere around, like, I'm going to get this number way wrong, but, like, gallons upon gallons of breast milk in the freezer. Like, six or seven full gallon baggies of breast milk in the freezer. And fed Ben once every two hours. Full feed. Yeah. Crazy. I just, I I cannot believe, and, and, like, he, the same thing, I remember thinking, like, wow, he's always, always eating. But that was the thing, right? Like, He'll and obviously he'll get on a schedule and things like that. But when he first came out, he was like, "Yeah, every hour needed a little one, and every two hours a big one. Every hour a little one, every yeah. two hours a big one." It's wild. Um. So with that, the feeding part, we're doing this is what we're doing a little differently too. So when Cora was born, we tried to breastfeed. Kayla tried to breastfeed. You know, right off the bat, mm-hmm. Cora didn't latch. The girls probably starved for like two days because she wasn't latching. Um, but you know, uh, Kayla was pumping, uh, trying to get her milk in with Grayson right off the bat. We were like, give him formula, like let the boy eat if he wants to eat. Like we didn't care, you know, not that we didn't care. We wanted, you know, to get him breast milk so that he had those nutrients and things, but we were like, let's make sure he's fed first, regardless of what it is. Um, and then the first couple of days he just drank formula until Kayla's milk came in. Um, with Cora, she tried to breastfeed for a couple weeks and it just didn't take as well as it should have. Right. Um, so with Grayson right off the bat, we were like, yep, just pump. We'll bottle feed. Like not that big of a deal. Uh, so we're just bottle feeding. So Kayla's got, I don't know, like 12 bottles in the fridge at all times and then has bags as well. Um, you know, ready to go when we need them. Nice. So, so that's the other part is the feeding difference between the two because Grayson's eating so much, but we also, you know, we were like, we know breastfeeding is not the easiest thing for Kayla. Not definitely not easy for Grayson because he's very tongue tied. Oh Um, yeah, that's right. I remember you saying that. So we were just like bottle feed right off the bat. Um, And then with the bottles as well, we might get some flack for it, but we're not warming them up all the way. Like, you when know he's what? done eating a bottle, yeah. I pull another one out of the fridge and it gets to room temperature and like at 2 a.m., like whatever, he's going to drink it. I, this is a full on parent uh, confession here. For like the first week that we were feeding Ben a bottle, I didn't know you had to heat it up. Yeah. I, I fed him cold bottles like the, when I was feeding him and Katie's like, you're warming that up, right? I was like, I didn't know you needed to warm it up. Like it's, it's milk. She's like, no, you have to warm it up. So, um, yeah. But we, I don't know if, if you guys have one, but we got a bottle warmer that yeah. was like a 30 second warm the bottle <laughs> to like the right temp. It was a godsend. You just throw like really? a dash of water in and put the bottle, hit a button, boom, heats it up in like 30 seconds, and then you have oh, a warm wow. bottle. Yeah. That's great. I was thinking it's not the best when they're crying at you, but you kind of get used to it. Like as a parent, you just kind of get used yeah. to like, Oh, they're hungry. So they're crying. Like this isn't a, I'm hurt or anything. This is a, I'm hungry. Cry, yeah. And I need to like, 
I'll deal with it. Yeah. So we've been we've been doing good, you know, pulling it out, letting it get to room temperature by the time his next feeding, and he's usually pretty good with it. Every once in a while, it's still a little cold, so we'll microwave some water and you know put it in there mm-hmm. for a couple minutes, and it warms up. Um, so we're definitely doing that differently because again, he's taking it and he's drinking it and he's scarfing it. So there's really no issue with there. Um, and yeah, you know, I think that that's the other part too, is we don't really have a schedule sure. for him. We're kind of letting him tell us at night when he's ready to get up. Where with Cora, we had a schedule, but Cora, um, was hard to get back to sleep. Grayson is getting harder to get back to sleep, but Cora was always hard to get back to sleep. So mm-hmm. like, let's say we woke up every two hours with Cora, every three hours, mm-hmm. um, about an hour, almost an hour and a half of it was the feed, the change and getting her back to sleep. With Grayson, it's like, you know, you feed and change him within 20 minutes because the kid scarfs a bottle and then you get him back to sleep within the next half an hour. So it's a fairly quick turnaround. Um, but we're, we're kind of letting him tell us when they, it's time to get up. We're not scheduling it a whole lot, which is good. Um, I think it's easier. Didn't Cora need uh pretty rigorous feeding like times too? I, I feel like I remember, uh, that well, I don't think she needed it, but we kept a pretty strict Maybe schedule. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. We, we did do pretty scheduled with her. Um, but yeah, with Grayson, we're just letting him tell us, uh, which seems to be working out. Ben was um, always vocal about when he was hungry, right? So we yeah. never had to worry about. Even uh, I think the pediatrician like told us a couple times, like, um, like don't wake him up to feed him. But we did for the first like little bit. We woke him up every two hours, uh, and she eventually was like, "Don't, don't wake him up to feed him. Like he'll tell you when it's time to wake up because his weight is is so good. Like you don't yeah. have to worry about it." But he was still, yeah. even when we stopped waking him up, like he's still pretty consistently every two hours, like, okay, I'm up, let's eat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are kind of the the major differences between the two when it came to, to newborn stuff is, is that, you know, Grayson is getting harder to put to sleep, which sucks. He was mm-hmm. doing really good at sleeping the first couple of weeks. Um, he still sleeps. When, he's, when he falls asleep, he, he sleeps like pretty well. But he likes to be held when he sleeps. So you can't. Mm-hmm. The minute I set him down, he wakes back up, which sucks because it's like, I want to get stuff done, you know? So was Cora good? Like you could, once she was asleep, you could put her down? Um, I want to say yes. But she, like I said, she really has never been a good sleeper mm-hmm. overall. Um, but I think that she did. I mean, maybe not. I It's been two years. So I, <laughs> kind of off a little bit sure. but uh definitely with Grayson it's like if you set him down and he's not like out out he's getting right back up mm-hmm. you know crying Ben and... was Ben has always been that way even now even now yeah. it takes me like if he's not like snoring on my shoulder when I go to put him down he'll wake back up and need to be like rocked for a little bit longer um he's just yeah. always been that way that's who he is yeah so so I don't know he's He's doing all right, though. But yeah, I think that that's kind of the big difference. I mean, I really the food intake is the biggest like major change for us. Mm-hmm. Like, God, this kid eats so much. Like, oh my God, we're flying through diapers. Like, we're about to move up to a new diaper size. We've mm-hmm. we've already got him out of newborn clothes because 
he's just not fitting into them. He's like, going to be bigger than Cora. Yeah, he's going to be a big boy. So, so yeah. Uh, so I have a couple of my own questions. The first one being, yeah. did you find it harder transitioning from no kids to one kid or one kid to two kids? Ooh, that's a good question. I think the one to two kid, um, wow. because we, we had our routine with Cora. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, things we could go do, um, with adding Grayson in with a two year old, it, you know, her whole life changed, right? Like our lives changed, but her whole life changed too. And she didn't know it, you know, she didn't know it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we can't be as attentive to Cora as we need to be. You know, we had the TV on basically the last two weeks straight and she's watched a lot of TV. Um, but it's, yeah, you know, the, I was talking to, I don't remember who I was talking to, but I thought, you know, it's tiring as I was at the end of the night yesterday. Like it was nice to have like two hours of just like me time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and that was something that I hadn't really had these two weeks. Um, you know, I, I would go to sleep with Cora, you know, I would just pass mm-hmm. out with her or whatever it might be. Uh, but definitely going from one to two was crazy. Cause it's like, okay, you know, you got Cora that needs to be fed, changed, you know, mm-hmm. taking a nap, whatever it might be toys picked up playing with her but then you also have Grayson needing fed change and all that stuff so just the time flies by has flown by every day since we brought Grayson home just like the hours click away and it's crazy how quickly the days are going it's interesting to hear you say that because I have been told that before and I was actually talking about it with Katie today because that we brought up that we were going to talk about this topic I was like I've actually heard that it's harder to go from one to two than it is zero to one because it part of me too if i think back to when ben was first born was our entire life 100 percent was ben now the hours yeah. still flew by and i think that's with any newborn because their schedule is so structured is structure the right yeah. word because it's a little bit chaotic but i mean yeah. literally you're feeding them every two hours and i mean in ben and grayson's case like every hour you're giving them some food and when you think about it in that like oh it's been an hour he's gonna want some food it's been an hour like, yeah in that hourly thought, all of a sudden you're counting your hours in it and everything's scheduled. So yeah, um, that was my thought about from, but from zero to one, your entire life, while it's, yes, it has changed and it's crazy and you're learning on the go. It's only focused on one kid. And yeah. if I think about, you talk about that alone time, right? That you got last night. Uh, you're down, your downside of Cora just being an anarchist with bedtime. Um, is that like, I try and get that as often as I can throughout the week, right? Like yeah. Katie and I find time to catch up on our TV shows and, and, and clean up like after man goes to bed. And even my mom asked about like, if we were ever going to like work him to a later bedtime, I was like, honestly, I'd rather wake up at 6am every day. If I get my two, three hours of alone time or, or, you know, yeah. Peaceful time, especially today, man. Oh, I, I know I was talking about it, but boy was on some toddler level stuff today. Just going <laughs> crazy. And so like tonight is we just needed some quiet, just needed a little bit of quiet. Yeah. Right. Um, and now going from one to two, all of a sudden 
you don't get that that if, especially for us like i think if you know when we have our second kid whenever that might be like it you lose what you're used to right you lose yeah. your schedule you lose that that you've worked so hard for a year and a half two years yeah. however long it is to build up so i uh i am curious to hear about uh yeah or i am curious about that like how everyone's experience is from going from zero to one versus one to two yeah chaos just pure chaos um the other question i have uh and you kind of touched on it but like what's it like balancing cora and grayson together so like does kayla right now because it's uh you know newborn and still breastfeeding and stuff like that take a lot of grayson while you take a lot of cora is it a lot of both is it half and half Um, how's that split look well since cora or or since kayla's not breastfeeding it's not like he's attached to her or she's attached right. to him, which is good. Um, she, she does sit with him a bit more than I do. I mean, I still sit with him quite a bit. Um, but I mean, she's also still healing. So yeah. like, you know, if Cora wants to get like rip running around the house. Like <laughs> yeah, not... Kayla's not the one for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Cora and I have always kind of been each other's people. Yeah. The last couple of months. Um, you know, she she's pretty comforted with me and and likes to just sit with me and, and lay with me, whatever it might be. Um but really I I try to do as much as I can with Grayson too. You know, we try to split it up. So like if he's asleep for a while on Kayla and she needs a pump, it's like, all right, you know, I'll take him and I'll hold him and Cora's usually pretty chill about it too. Um, you know, like I said, she's unfortunately been plopped in front of the T V the last few weeks, but um Kayla's been really great getting up and like doing activities with her. So like yesterday they painted sun catchers. Um the day before that they painted something else. So like they're mm-hmm. doing activities together. Um Cora likes to play with Play-Doh. So nice. we've been playing with Play-Doh and yeah, so it's pretty close to equal. Yeah. Uh when it comes to spending the time with the two of them. Grayson just sleeps all day for the most part. So it's like yeah. you just and hold him, which kind of boring from time to time. Uh, but Cora is pretty good with just sitting there and watching you hold him too, which is good. See, that's where you and I are a little bit different uh, because you like, you can't sit still to save your life. You just are not yeah. that person to sit still. Me, on the other yeah. hand, you could fuse me to a couch and I might be okay for like a week um yeah so we're very different in that in that aspect yeah so i think back to like holding ben versus now i will be all for volunteering to hold the newborn right because yeah i that that that's peaceful to me turn on a movie and hold a newborn deal um yeah the hardest part uh especially in this toddler age is like joe i was on my feet for 14 hours today <laughs> like i was it was walking up and down i mean and obviously and katie does it like she does this and she cooks and cleans and everything yeah. like that right so like katie's also doing way more work than i am um but this is the hard part for me is like trying to figure out how to chase my child around and uh am i losing weight or not by doing it so newborn right holding the newborn i'm all for it yeah no i i like to I do like, you know, holding him. This is the other thing. If I'm if I'm trying to get him to go to sleep, he will not let me sit down. He does not want oh, me to sit down. Oh, 
Oh, he like me to if he's awake, like while you're holding him. Yeah, or like if I'm trying to get him to sleep, like he when I sit down, he starts to cry. If Kayla sits down with him, he's totally fine. Mm. I don't know if it's the way I'm holding him or what it might be. But Interesting. Yeah. So I got to work on that. But uh, but yeah, you know, if I could sit with him and and watch TV, which we did do um, a couple nights ago, I stayed up and watched New Girl and a couple other, you know, a movie or something. I had something else mm-hmm. up on the TV, and Grace and I stayed up till midnight, and Kayla and Cora went to bed. Um, but Cora dominates the TV. Yeah. A lot of people opening up blind bags. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I uh, I'm speaking of TV. I have a confession. Yeah. We've watched through the two seasons of Bluey so many times that I'm pretty ready for season three. Like I'm at, the, like, oh, I'm, so excited I'm for not, season three. I'm not here to say like, Oh, I'm sick of Bluey, but like I've seen it enough. Like I get yeah. it. I, I know all the episodes, all 104 or whatever that are on yeah. Disney plus right now. I know all of them. I'm ready for season three. I've seen enough. Hey, tell you what, Go back, watch them. Look for long dogs. Oh, are they in every episode? Every episode, there's a hidden long dog, like a uh, wiener dog. Yeah, somewhere. All right, I have to. I'll go back and look. That's a really good game. Uh, the yeah. problem is, and and speaking of of a little bit of like, you know, loosey goosey parenting, like plopping your kid in front of a TV. Ben's been waking up extra early, like five forty because of the teething, right? Like he gets up and then yeah, um, at like five forty five, five thirty, um. And I will bring him in to our bed. And now he knows, like he knows that, oh, mom and dad are laying down in their bed. Bluey time. And he points and goes, ah, <laughs> ah, ah, at the TV until I turn on Bluey. Um, so we've been getting a little bit of extra sleep while he watches Bluey in the morning. And it's, hey, sometimes you got to do it. You, sometimes you got to do what you need to do. We don't have a TV in our bedroom, but she'll say like mommy phone, daddy phone mm. and, you know, throw on YouTube or whatever and she can scroll and pick which one she wants. And Wow. Yeah. Uh, but but Bluey, what a great show. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, she's also she's in a Spider-Man, which is amazing. Ooh. Oh, this girl. She is. So great. She loves on Disney. There's a show called Spidey and his amazing friends. Yeah, she loves it. She that's, loves it. That's it's also great. a very good show. Uh, we don't watch. Ben and I used to watch like the actual Disney Channel um, on TV uh, in yeah. the morning before we'd leave. And maybe we'll start doing that now because Katie's going back to school. Uh, so we'll get back in that routine. But uh, he it used to come on sometimes like it'd be a little random like, oh, we're going to have a Spidey one in between the Bluey episodes. Right. Like, yeah. Um, And he he likes it. I don't think it's enough that he would pick it over Bluey. He loves Bluey, but uh, he he likes it. Do you have a favorite Bluey episode? Oh, it's hard. I really like Baby Race. I think Baby... Uh, that's oh, a, that's a cute one. It's the concept, for those who don't watch Bluey as much as Joe and I do, Baby Race <laughs> is uh, actually about, like, uh, the mom, Chili, raising uh bluey for the first time like bluey rolls over really early so the mom thinks that bluey's gonna be super super advanced all the time but it turns out another kid in mom group is like more advanced than she is and all this stuff um and and it's all about like dealing with jealousy and and just letting yeah. your kids and letting your like running your own race is what she calls it uh and letting your 
don't put unrealistic 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 wow unrealistic <laughs> expectations on yourself or your child right um so yeah. i think that's really good uh and then hmm what's another one that's the first one that came to my head because we watched it like one of the most recently recent ones right um Ooh, another one is daddy put down right where it's dad uh watching the kids oh, and it's yeah, yeah. and bluey just wants her mom to come back and i think it resonates with me just because like dads and putting your kids down right but like the dad finds a really cool way to make sure that like the kids are comfortable and having fun even though mom's gone it's just a really good episode and he also yeah. makes like a shrimp dish in it and i know it's a cartoon but the shrimp dish looks amazing and i kind of <laughs> want to know what it is yeah for sure what about you Give me your top two Bluey episodes, and we'll let these people go. Okay, I got three. Sorry. Uh, Dump Fest. Ah, Stump Fest. I love it. Stump Fest <laughs> is good and light, but it's a good one. Uh, cafe, where uh, Bandit becomes friends with the other dad at the park. But not real friends. Uh, he's, he's real prideful about it. Like, yeah, I don't know if we're friends yeah, yet. Yeah, and they yeah. meet like five times. And then uh, The Creek. Uh, Creek's a good one, too. The creek Great is scenery so beautiful. The, the music in the creek is the best be- bluey music. I think mm-hmm. it's it's so gorgeous. It's uh, it's beautifully like played. It's so good. Um, I'm gonna give a third one for me since you gave out three, and mine's gonna be an artistic one too. Uh, and it's sleepy time. Sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's such a good one. Where blue where uh, Bingo's flying through the planets. Uh, such a good one. Yeah. Such a great show. God. All right. We're going to do a whole dad talks on Bluey. We have to. We just have to. When season yeah. three drops, we'll do a whole like <laughs> whole recap ep- uh, episode. Perfect. I love it. Well, do you got anything else for me? I don't. Thank you so much for, for letting us into your life, you know, and, and answering these questions. One day, maybe I'll be able to, to add to these conversations. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there'll be more content on the way Can't wait. every week. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you all so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Um, and uh, hey, you know what? It's a great time to tell somebody about us. True. It's a great time to go rate, subscribe us, you know, or Joe, subscribe to us and rate us. I was checking the numbers. Checking the numbers. Check them. I was out. I was out checking the numbers. I keep the numbers up on okay. a board. I check the numbers. Yeah. Okay. Check the numbers. We only have four, like, uh, recommendations on iTunes, right? So we have 20 people have rated but only four people left a comment saying like, you know, listen to this show. Only ah, dang. 20, you know, like we can pump those numbers up. We can, we can that would do be lovely. That, right. I, I would hope so. Um, and Hey, if you rate us on iTunes, that's like the primo rating. Like if you can oh, yeah. give us a rate on iTunes, like that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, just, you know, tell a person, rate, rate us, give us a subscribe, whatever it might be. Um, but thank you all so much. We really appreciate you. And thank you so much to Planet Ant for having us on the podcast network. They got some great stuff out there. Go check them out. Oh, yeah. And if you haven't yet, go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Joe, you'd be so proud of me. You don't go on Twitter, but I put out a fire tweet on Friday night. I Did was you? watching Jeopardy, and they had a, a category called Dad TV. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I put up a respectable three out of five, including the $1,000 question in the category. Oh, so look pretty, at you. I was pretty pumped. Pretty pumped. Good. Uh, so go follow us on social media to get more of, those con- more of that content. We're actually very active on Instagram. If you have an Instagram, uh, definitely toss a follow there. 
we've been putting out a lot of stories we've been putting out a lot of uh new posts and things like that joe has pictures of new babies all the time so uh you know just just go follow us there it's great it's real great so thank you again so much for listening uh joe and i really appreciate it every week that you guys stick around and uh hopefully you uh continue to stick around with us for the future so for both of us i'm jerry schmansky i'm joe lopez remember put your tongs twice before you use them This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.